1: Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of July 26, 2022, here on News AF.
0: If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF factual factual news. yes all
1: right news af back again today and we are with our news af team uh, all across north america here today first coming to us and reporting about any news af happening in mexico it's father nature pickleball's top influencer tyson apostle
4: What's up? Yes, I'm still in Mexico uh, over a week now. Tell your friends. And uh, yeah, things are going good. I'm at a place with better internet. Uh, last week wasn't bad. This week, uh, internet better. And coming on the home stretch of our family vacation, looking mm-hmm. forward to getting back and playing some pickleball. So yes. that's it.
1: Yes. Yeah. How's everything in Mexico right now?
4: Everything seems to be going pretty good. Uh, we went swimming with the whale sharks last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bergen got in with them. Uh, fun fact, not a whale or a shark. Oh, what, what are really they? Just a really big fish. Yeah. They're a fish that have the fin patterns of a shark. hmm And they're the size of a small whale. Okay. Interesting. So, biggest fish in the world. Is a whale shark? Is a whale shark. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: Fun fact that we the more you know <laughs> right off the, right out the gate. Uh, let's check in with Danny Bryson, who is reporting live from the family compound. He makes a annual pilgrimage. Uh, here he is, Danny Bryson. I'm living
5: in a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Why it doesn't There's sound like too bad? The slowest internet. <laughs> the slowest internet ever. I'm surrounded by people, people who can peer into my room. I'm basically in that Spanish hotel, <laughs> yeah. uh, all my cousins, nephews, in-laws surrounding me. I'm swarmed by people all day long. I can't escape. Yeah, I can't so, escape. I have no cell reception, no phone service, terrible. I'm, this is just, I hate it.
4: So what's the benefits of even going there in the first place, Danny?
5: For me, none. I only go because I'm told I must, that my kids will love it. And do they do. Love it? They do. But at yeah. what cost at what to cost? my own mental health? Yeah, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, I'll just be living here in the past while you guys are talking, and I'll be experiencing everything you guys do five seconds later. I might as well be on the moon.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, you would like to be on the moon. You would prefer that. I wish... I was on the moon. It would be great. I'd even go on the side of the moon where no one exists just so I could be by myself. I the internet's better at the moon. I don't know
1: if anybody exists on the light side of the
4: moon. Yeah. Is there is there a large population of people on the light side of the moon, Danny? What's going on?
5: Some people some people think so. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think people believe that there might be a, a civilization on the dark side. So maybe I want to oh. be on the light side.
4: Okay.
1: All right. will keep us posted on all that. Um, all right. Well, did, any fun
5: stories? Did you play baseball yet? Oh, no. We have not had the annual softball game. But that's when I realized that I don't use any softball muscles in my daily routine. Yeah. Because yeah. after running just three bases... For some reason, I will be so sore as if I just tried to do like the Olympics,
4: mm-hmm. the whole Olympics,
5: all of it. Every every <laughs> activity, it's like these the sprinting muscles like the cam- are never on. used. Yeah, as uh-huh. an adult, like when do you ever sprint?
1: Hmm. Yeah, not too often unless like I get caught like in the rain or something.
4: Yeah, and even then it's not a full out yeah full to your car mm-hmm.
1: competitive sprint yes yeah, so i'm chasing my dog that's you know it's probably as close as we get but all right well danny uh good to have you Adult here with us don't sprint yeah that's that's true all right um let, let's talk about uh some things happening in the world of uh ours and uh, why don't we start off with okay you know what, um, Danny, let's start off with a story about a uh, chess playing robot in Moscow, uh, which has uh, caused a, an injury to its opponent.
5: Oh, no. Yeah. The child-abusing robot. Child-abusing robot,
1: yeah. So uh, there is a chess-playing robot that's able to uh, move the pieces, which I kind of feel like that they could play on a video screen, right, Tyson? Do they need to be playing
4: on an actual chess board? No, but there are the purists, you know, like the people who are like, I know that a Kindle can hold 20,000 trillion books, Mm -hmm. but it just doesn't have the feel of real paper. And so I fill my house with... So many heavy books. And this must be what that is. This must be like some robotics guy who's like, I could program a computer to play chess, but that seems too easy. Mm -hmm. Let's make a robot play chess. So Boston Dynamics, I'm assuming, came up with a dog that plays chess. It's not a dog. Uh,
1: It's a little bit more of like just like a thing that's like on a swivel, uh, but it can pick up the pieces and move them on the board. Uh, And so they took this chess playing robot and then they made it play against a child, which does not seem super fair. Uh, But that is the match that happened. And the kid did something which uh, he, he moved the piece on the board and then uh, he didn't quite take his finger off of it. He sort of like put his p- um, piece in a spot. And I guess the robot was trying to make the same move and then just put the piece on top of him with all of its might uh, and ended up breaking this child's finger.
4: Wow. Where was this? Uh, this, this
5: was in
1: Moscow. This
5: is a great analogy for the human race.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think if that if you get in the
5: way of the robots, they will crush you?
4: Well, I think it's more indicative of the kind of similar to the space race of the '60s. This is now the chess playing robot race of. 2020s where which superpower can come up with the perfect chess playing robot the quickest Mm -hmm. final frontier
1: so this was a rented robot um this was a uh the spokesperson rental uh, robots (laughs) yes (laughs) you know and when you rent a robot you know you sort of Uh like get the ones that are sort of like dinged up uh the moscow chess federation president uh sergey lazarev said a robot broke uh, a child's finger. That's bad, of course. We rented the robot. It used to be with experts in many places for a long time. Apparently, the operators overlooked that. The child moved the figure. Then the robot must be given time to react. But the boy was in a hurry, and the robot grabbed him. We have nothing to do with the
4: robot. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's
5: really
1: trying to blame. Disavowing
5: the, the robot's
4: smart yeah.
1: move. But also, Tyson, uh, kind of blaming the kid.
4: Yeah, the blaming the kid, blaming the robot, and absolving himself of any blame or guilt whatsoever. And not even, I mean, very unapologetic. Mm-hmm. It was a statement, a very unapologetic statement. Hmm. But I think like, and I've never been to a chess tournament. I've never played an organized game of chess yes. where you have like the little buzzer thing that you hit and all of that stuff. But it seems like there's a lot of, intricacies to the higher level game does the robot operate at that level or is he playing a rudimentary more relaxed casual form of chess
1: well the thing that i'm wondering is that they say that there are operators of the robot like is there like a person typing in the other room of like okay make this move and the robot is just moving the pieces otherwise why would the robot need an operator makes you think right
5: Oh, okay. I can talk long and hard about robots and their willingness to break human bones to get what they want. Mm-hmm. There's no shortage. And this is probably just a good taste of uh, what robots will do in the future. Mining robots, robot cars already crush people to get to where they're going. The robot only knows one thing, and that's the thing we program it to do. And so it's going to do that, just like the T-1000. hmm Yeah, the T-1000 was unstoppable and that's what made him so scary is that even when half his torso was missing, he was crawling along the floor to kill Sean Connor. And I think that this little chess robot proves that that's exactly what's going to happen with futuristic robots.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, Tyson, uh, would you ever play pickleball against a pickle playing robot after this? A pickleball playing robot after this?
5: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'd love to see that.
4: Okay. For Danny, I will. Yes. I, uh, I yeah. to just see the robot play first mm-hmm. before I get into a court with the robot. Yeah. But I think I could do that. I think I, I mean, I don't know. What if you could beat the machine? The like robot so- could
5: return the balls so hard just rips off one of Tyson's limbs or tears a finger off. I mean, the <laughs> robot doesn't know how hard to hit back. It would crush Tyson. doesn't have no chance.
4: No, I think you just stay low and the ball goes long, dude, keeps mm-hmm. hitting it out of bounds. That's what I'm saying. You have to program the robot to be able to hit the ball with enough finesse to keep the ball in the court. Otherwise I win automatic pretty much. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Tyson would have That's, to outsmart the robot, and come up with things that only a, him, him, him as a human player, would be able to
4: do. Yeah, and then finally a victory for the humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool, Danny? If I was the representative of all humankind, that was like I defeated I would, yeah, the robots. Uh, yeah, pretty cool, right?
5: I would love it if you defeated the robots. If Tyson was the man, the one, the man who stood between us and robot destruction. But the problem is the robot, the pickle robot, pickle plant robot is going to have laser like precision and, uh-huh. and just unbound strength. And he's just going to return that ball right through Tyson's crotch and probably just tear his channels off. And it won't even matter. Tyson can't stop the robot. There's no one who can stop
4: a robot. You're wrong, Danny. <laughs> I think you're wrong. Do you know how much topspin? Look, this, you have even to the put even the chess the play. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> even the chess playing robots are destroying children to get what they. Yeah, but that was an accident. Ultimate Danny. Victory. <laughs> that
1: was an accident. They didn't do it on oh, purpose. Was it, Rob? Yes. Was it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the kid was able to continue the tournament the next day uh, with his uh, finger in a cast.
4: Did he play the robot again? He
1: didn't play the robot again.
4: Okay. So do you think that there's like a lack of like entrance to these tournaments? So they're like, let's just fill the remainder of the players up with robot uh, chess players. Oh, I thought so you're saying yeah, to like drum up
1: like uh, excitement for the tournament. They
4: are going to bring a robot in. Maybe both. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I mean, I don't know a lot about these chess players, but I have to imagine they get pretty excited about robots.
5: Yeah.
1: you would think so.
4: Right. Danny.
5: Oh my gosh. Chess players are known to be the number one purchasers of robots. (laughs) Remember the IBM computer that played the chess player? You're talking about teledildonics? Ever chess players have. (laughs) I'm talking about all robots. They love robots. (laughs)
4: Danny's done the research. specifically teledildonics, right?
5: They're on the forefront. These Mm -hmm. guys are the brave explorers willing to toy with Mm Tilladildonics while everybody else shirks. They're they're like, no, we've seen, we've seen the chess. We know that in the bedroom, the Dildonix and robots make the best chess moves. (laughs)
4: Okay. That's cool. (laughs) Well, (laughs) maybe, (laughs) maybe it won't be me standing between, Humankind and robots. Maybe it will be a chess player.
6: <laughs> yeah, just be the chess <laughs> Be careful uh,
4: with the chess
1: playing robot if you ever are uh, engaged with uh, any sort of like a t-
5: teledildonic play. Don't mix them up. That's yeah. the thing.
1: That's the point. You
4: get into a whole lot of trouble. Is <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mixing the robots up and using careful them for the ambitious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Speaking of robots, uh, an interesting story about some, uh, sci-fi experimenting, uh, going on where some scientists are taking dead spiders and mm-hmm. then engineering them to be able to be remotely controlled robots, turning them into zombie mm-hmm. robot spiders. Uh,
4: are they getting consent from these spiders no. to do this? No. In fact, they're killing them.
1: They're euthanizing <laughs> the
4: spiders. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then bringing them back to life.
5: Yeah. Playing.
4: I mean, Frank God, and weenie. yeah, sp- like, spiders. like
1: kind of like how they brought Bernie back to life in weekend at Bernie's. Yeah.
4: Okay. So what are they doing? Are they putting why, robots? Why inside do they do spiders? spiders?
1: Yeah. So uh, what they are doing is that they are injecting them uh, with uh, some uh, non- alloy. Tra- non-traditional materials for soft robotic systems, uh, and they're using things like uh, hydrogels and elastomers. That can be um, actuated by things oh, like chemical yeah. reactions, uh, and so uh, then they are like injecting the spider with them, uh, and then they are able to uh, control them with so- some sort of like circuit board controller. How well can they control
4: these guys? Why?
5: How come I haven't received an email offering me? Hydrogels.
4: Uh, check your uh probably check your junk mail. Check
5: your spam. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, it seems like if it can be controlled, if hydrogel is this thing you can put into other things, control it. That would be the perfect uh, anti-flaccid solution.
4: Mm-hmm. You would think, yeah, you would think. But uh, again, my question: How well are they controlling these spiders? Because if they're just like pushing a button, they're kind of just like. Jiggling a little bit. That doesn't count if they're like well enough to play chess.
1: Yeah, I think they're able to make them walk. um, You know, that they said that there are a lot of like pick and place tasks that they could look into. Repetitive tasks like sorting or moving objects around at small scales. Uh, And maybe even uh, things like the assembly of microelectronics.
4: A spider would be building microelectronics. A robot spider. Mm -hmm. Listen, this is. Probably how Spider Man will actually be Stupid. created. Yeah. These one of these spiders is gonna bite one of these humans and then it's game over.
5: hmm Oh,
4: totally.
1: Yeah. Um, the what they did was the engineers tapped into the uh spider's prosima chamber with a needle yeah, and attached it was with super say. glue and then reached oh, the prosoma
5: is- chamber. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> then they connected the other end of the needle to uh one of the lab's test rigs or a handheld syringe, which delivered small amounts of air to activate the legs.
4: Yeah. Yep, that's what I would have done too. And so it's not like it's like rocket science or anything to do this. There's just like a code of ethics. Mm-hmm. Let the dead spiders sleep.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be
4: dead. Okay.
5: Stop putting air in prosoma chambers <gasps> and getting them to wiggle around for your amusement.
1: Yeah, sort of like hydraulics uh, is what they're using. Now, I don't know how long the dead spiders carcass
4: holds up for. To be yeah, doing that's these the other tasks. thing. Yeah, well, they are an exoskeleton.
1: Yes, so that's good. That works for a while.
4: Yeah, that works for a little while. That'll hold up. The exoskeleton will hold up for a little bit.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't know necessarily the the use for this. I mean, could we be using this in like uh, like ultimately artificial limbs? Um, maybe real limbs if they had
4: exoskeletons on them.
1: Yeah, but I just don't know if like a a human limb doesn't necessarily function like a spider's limb.
5: And we should use this to prank people who fall asleep at parties. It could be the new like, you know, you don't fall asleep around. Right. Halloween decorations. Whatever. Yes. Exactly halloween decorations costumes um Mm -hmm. reanimating corpses at funerals (laughs) there's lots of things that we could be using this for and i mean i don't know why you go straight to spiders that's just nightmarish why can't they use a a cuter animal like a butterfly
4: but can you reanimate and let's say take control of something that's living. So let's say Rob falls asleep at a party. We're like, oh, let's take control of his left arm. He'll never know inject- what happens. Mm-hmm.
5: In his legs.
4: Inject something, yeah. yeah. Injected in his legs, then have complete control. And Rob will be like, I'm, I, I promise yeah. I'm not following you, strange woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. limbs just we like attacking myself. His right. upper
5: torso is asleep. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: the prank industry is about to have like a complete it's overhaul, explode. right? Yeah, it's <laughs> right.
4: gonna be resurgence for the prank industry.
1: <laughs> yeah, finally, finally, because I mean, that, you know, these were tough times for the prank industry. So, tough, COVID cause... hit the prank industry hard, right? Yeah. Okay, so they're back. So hard.
2: 18 plus
0: so how about uh,
1: a chance to get some free subway for life danny does that sound like something you might be interested in free subway sandwiches for life
4: no thank you Uh, Is it a punishment or is that like a uh, contest? It's a reward. Uh, (laughs)
1: Subway is offering nine of its biggest fans a once in a lifetime opportunity to make uh, their new Subway series all star lineup a permanent part of uh, their history in more ways than one. That what they are doing on Wednesday this week um subway is hosting a block party in las vegas so uh tyson are you going to be back for that yet uh what day wednesday no okay uh, danny will have
4: to go for us
1: <laughs> go for us Shame. all right all you have to do danny get down to i won't be there either are you the closest you're the closest danny you love subway the most yep
5: okay Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell Liz. Let me go tell Liz right now. Well, let me
1: <laughs> tell you what you have to do, Danny. You, to get down there, you have to go to Bad Apple Tattoo. I can give you the address. It's in uh Las Vegas. Uh 9 Superfans can get a real tattoo of the brand new Subway Series logo from two-time Ink Masters champion DJ Tamby or a member of his team. I mean, that's that's the fine print, oh, Tyson. You, know, oh, you show up DJ think T- you're T- T- get, T- yeah. <laughs> You think you're getting a tattoo from DJ Tamby, but
4: Yeah. Yeah. So you you go in with yeah. these uh, in your mind thinking you're getting a tattoo from DJ Tambi. Yeah. The DJ Tambi. DJ Tambi. The, the DJ yeah. Tambi. That's enough for anybody to go in and probably get a tattoo. Then you go in. DJ Tambi hasn't even been there in years. Mm-hmm. Still living off of his Ink Master's victory cash. <laughs> he's just got a team of people probably had never even given a tattoo just willy-nilly slinging them okay but if you can overlook that
1: here's what you can get you want free subs for a month all you need to do is get a two inch by two inch tattoo on your wrist bicep or foot okay okay want subs for a year all it's gonna take is a three by three tattoo on your shoulder blade your forearm, or your calf. And you want free subs for life? Mm -hmm. 12 inch by 12 inch. Gotta be the neck. Foot long. You gotta get the foot long, okay? (laughs) On your sternum (laughs) or on your back.
4: 12 inch by 12 inch? Yeah, like... I need to read the fine print because honestly, free meals, free food for life? Right. If you had that, you'd be okay everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. Like, is it at any subway worldwide?
5: There's more subway franchises. Yeah. Yeah. Than anything else. Is it
4: like every day you get a meal? Is it once a week you get a sandwich? What is the for life stipulation there?
5: Hmm. So they don't
1: really get into the fine print. Uh, I guess full terms can be found at uh, the subway website, uh, subway series for life event. Um, you can find that. What if you already have too many tattoos, like uh, Tyson? What if you already have like a very
4: full palette? Will they say no? Sorry. Mm, canvas? Yeah. yeah. Probably. It has to be visible. I bet that's part of it. Is you have to go in and show them the tattoo and then bring the contract with you.
1: Oh, and okay. Then they so here's to
4: call corporate. Here's how they do this. Okay, so it's
1: not you just walk in and show your tattoo. Okay, for a mm-hmm. uh, Subway for a month, you are getting one gift card. With three hundred seventy-two dollars of Subway bucks, okay, Danny. Um, three hundred
4: seventy.
1: How fast can you go through three hundred seventy-two dollar gift card at Subway? Uh,
4: probably a few
5: years. Oh, so, so fast. Does it expire probably at the end of the month without getting sick? Hmm. Yeah. Good, good question. Yeah. I don't know if I could eat $372. 307- worth of Subway in a month without getting really sick or diarrhea or extremely constipated I just don't see that happening
1: one or the other yeah um, one month is $4,300 of Subway gift cards and and Subway for life Tyson it's only a $50,000 Subway gift card
4: and then you're done and then you're done nah Fifty thousand dollars, though—that's a lot. That's pretty. That is good. a lot.
1: Could you, the question is, can you? How long can you live once you've eaten fifty thousand dollars worth of Subway?
4: <laughs> You're dead. That's right.
1: <laughs> <I think. laughs> so, no human can eat fifty thousand dollars worth of Subway and, and survive.
4: They probably did have. Yeah, that's uh, true. They probably did have scientists looking into that. Mm-hmm, yeah. But then
1: 50, you, you, $50, you need the scientist to scientist like, to uh, pump air into your arms and legs to get the $50,000 in full.
4: Do you, think, do you think anybody's taking this deal, <laughs> the $50,000 deal?
1: I don't know. I, do we have any listeners oh, in Vegas that sure, can go and check sure. out what's going on at the Subway Series event on Wednesday? It starts Man, at 8 a.m. Pacific time.
4: If I were in Vegas, I would maybe... Talk to the where as a journalist, be like, I'm a journalist, I want to come in and check this out and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh hopefully there's another journalist there that will do that for us and we can just read their story and then comment on it here.
1: hmm Yeah. So please, uh hopefully somebody can go out there and uh and check it out. There's a lot of fine print over at the Subway Series for Life website.
4: Yeah, that's uh man, fifty thousand US mm-hmm costs my family like what 25 to 30 dollars uh every time we go to subway uh so you're spending a hundred dollars a day Mm-hmm. hundred dollars a day fifty thousand. that's what 500 uh is it five thousand days 500 days worth of food
5: mm-hmm. yeah uh, you gotta factor in doctor's visits for gastrointestinal
4: you issues you can use the subway card for that <laughs> no no yeah i hope so you're not part of the subway medical insurance okay yeah that's what they need that's what they yeah i mean Mm -hmm. because then yeah then it would be something
1: okay uh and the subway series is a new line of uh subway sandwiches that are uh just coming out but uh unfortunately i can't really tell you uh that there's not a lot of information about what they are
4: Mm-hmm. that's probably because they don't want people to go and reverse engineer the ingredients to find out that there's poison in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if there's real tuna or yeah, or- real tuna or uh, yoga mat or whatever they got going on, we've covered it all. Yeah, we sure yeah. have in some ways. Uh, one of the we gifts that keeps on giving
5: extensively.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Why don't we talk about um, a, um, Another food-related story. Uh, people are upset about the uh, a, a, a one of a household uh, favorite. Uh, the Choco Taco is going to be discontinued. Have either of you ever had the Choco Taco?
5: So
4: sad. Have.
1: Danny, have you had it?
4: I've never had one either. I've had it. It's delicious. I don't know what they're doing. It's an ice cream treat, right? Yeah. And how, when's the last time you had one?
1: Oh, uh, not recently, but I used to get them from like the ice cream man. And it's basically like a taco shell. That's like the, that's, that's an ice cream cone. Uh, yeah. and then it's covered in, covered in chocolate and, uh, it's, it's pretty good.
5: I got but... the big stick yes? from the ice cream man.
4: Recently? Yeah, the rocket one.
5: <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, that, no, no, the giant, Yellow and red, uh, yeah. girthy popsicle. Yeah, that
4: one's good. I, I that think
5: it's called the Big Stick. I don't really remember, but that was the one that I got.
4: Mm-hmm. So when's the last time you had a Choco Taco, Rob?
5: <sighs> Boy, um,
1: I don't know. Probably it's been a it's been a minute. I, I would say probably like uh, twenty five years. Um, and that's the
4: problem. That's it. That's, that's the why problem. they're going out of business. I, yeah, I have to look at myself yeah, in the mirror. It's being
5: discontinued. Yeah, <laughs> because the people like you.
4: Yeah. yeah, you love them, but you don't buy them, and that's they need you to love them and also purchase them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna send you a box of Chaco Tacos before they go out completely out of business, Rob. It's too late, Tyson. Right.
5: It is.
1: I don't know. Um, this is somebody who uh, they they found a so uh, somebody tweeting about this. There's a man on Twitter. His name is Brady P Reynolds. Uh, he tweeted. On June 7th, these gas prices suck. Then his next tweet was, the Klondike Bar Choco Taco being discontinued absolutely sucks. The America we know and love is falling apart.
4: Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Remember it was the Twinkie first? Mm Mm-hmm. Now it's the Choco Taco. Maybe maybe Bimbo can buy the Choco Taco secret recipe.
5: Choco Taco, yes. They been the savior of U.S. treats.
1: The people over at Klondike said that they are, um, we know Choco Taco is a huge fan favorite and a top seller for our out-of-home businesses. So this is particularly painful. We are working hard to find a way to bring Choco Taco back to ice cream trucks in the recent years or in coming years. Uh, If it's such a top seller, why are you getting rid of it? It doesn't make sense.
5: Yeah, nothing but lies, smoke and mirrors from Klondike.
4: Mm-hmm. Man,
5: did COVID kill the Choco Taco? Uh,
4: I guess so. Hmm. Man, do you where do you buy Choco Tacos? Can you buy them like in twelve packs I used to at get Costco? Them at Taco Bell.
1: Oh no! Yeah. Taco
5: Bell. I don't. Maybe they don't have them anymore. Hey, they just partner up with Taco Bell. That's where I used to get them. Get Taco Bell to put the bill.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know first they said that Taco Bell got rid of the Mexican pizza. Now the Choco Taco. This could be a Taco Bell
4: issue. Hmm. Taco Bell. Who knew uh, that Taco
5: Bell was behind the scenes pulling the strings?
4: mm Hmm. Yeah.
1: Little by little, they're taking stuff away from us now. It's the Choco Taco.
4: Taco Bell.
1: And how do they announce it uh, by tweet, Danny? Not even a press conference.
5: Oh my gosh, they mm-hmm. oh, they owe their hundreds of fans at least a public announcement with the mm-hmm. person's face made. An announcement.
1: Yeah, um let me can i share one uh, one story here that's uh off is it the, about a choco taco no no this is another one this was like uh, related on the on the article but i think this is an interesting one okay uh are either of you aware of uh a uh tiktoker named jojo siwa
4: yes
5: you are big big tiktok um 42 million followers. you are not aware of who that person is huge. Okay. She's huge. She was huge before TikTok, I think. Okay.
1: Jojo Siwa and and uh only 19 years old, uh but is uh you know, a huge personality recently shared uh the rudest celebrity they ever met. Okay. And
4: Okay. Ellen DeGeneres. No.
1: No. Candace Cameron, rudest no, full celebrity house star. Rudest celebrity oh. ever uh, ever met.
4: That's believable. Mm Mm-hmm. But also... Nicest
1: one, though, Rob. Miley
5: Cyrus. Is Miley Cyrus. Yes.
1: Yes, I believe that. (laughs) That's right. That I believe. Um, But, yeah. Candace Cameron. Can you believe it, Tyson? Rudest celebrity.
4: Yeah, I can believe it, but also, like, is she a celebrity? And next... (laughs) Like, what was her headspace in? Like, where was she? Like, maybe she just got a call that Fuller House 7 wasn't going to be like, you know, maybe they met her on, like, Bob Saget's, like, day of his death or something. Like, there's so many other Mm -hmm. variables in this. Like, how many times has JoJo Siwa met Candace Cameron and in what scenario and in what headspace was Candace Cameron? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not making excuses. I try to be very nice to people in public all the time. Uh, But sometimes I'm with my kids and sometimes I'm in a rush. Are you nicer than Miley Cyrus? I would think so. Mm -hmm. But I do when I have my kids and I am running errands or something, I do tend to keep it a lot shorter and give people less than if I were by myself and not in a hurry to do anything. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Um, interesting story uh it's been a big, a big you know we watched a lot of full house and fuller house at my house so uh mm-hmm. that was big news uh around here um also oh. um a story of a chucky sighting happened uh this week uh danny chucky what are you aware of chucky
4: chucky the haunted like uh yes. d- the what the heck is Chucky. you
1: don't know what, the what doll? you don't know what chucky yes. is
4: the doll
5: the doll
1: was a knife. Yes. Right? Yes.
4: All yeah, right. Danny. Just Where did they see him?
1: In Alabama, w- walking
4: around the streets. And it wasn't JT. It wasn't. That makes sense. <laughs> JT from Survivor? It looks like- yeah. He looks like Chucky? Uh, I mean, he mm-hmm. doesn't not look like Chucky.
1: Yeah. Um, no, he's... Uh, that. Uh, so Chucky's a- not that big of a threat,
5: let's be honest. Uh, he's small. That's what you th- said. That's how he gets you, Danny. You could easily... You could punt a doll at any moment. Even I've,
4: with seen, the movie, a I've knife, seen parts I feel like of I some of the movies and they do punt him.
5: They, yeah, you can punt him.
1: That <laughs> Chucky's has dozens and dozens of victims at this point, Danny.
5: Yeah, lazy people who can't fight off a doll. Wow. But uh, anyone who's rigorous and somewhat Talking athletic about the dead can like easily that. fight yeah. off a doll. I could pick up... I could pick up a million objects in this room that I'm in right now and easily smash a doll to its. Danny, are you calling out Chucky right now? (laughs) I. let not go that far. I would never call out Chucky. <laughs> I don't want Chucky to just appear at the end of my bed. By the way, Chucky can only get me in a fair fight? No way. In the open, no way. If I'm are there asleep, weapons? Then yeah, Chucky could probably we- kill I mean- me. If yeah, if he's got a weapon. Yeah. He can have a weapon. He can have a bladed weapon. Okay. He can have a bladed weapon. And out in the open I defeat Chucky. Nine
1: out of ten times, nine out of 10 times. <laughs> Tyson. Danny does have a lot of rope.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does have a ton of rope, and he knows which rope to <laughs> use for which purpose. Hmm. You know, so Danny's definitely got the edge. But I also, I I've got, I've Danny. got an
5: anti-Chucky
4: rope. Mm-hmm. I think even more than nine out of ten times, I think Danny's uh, getting Chucky if it's a in the open and Danny is aware that Chucky is present.
1: OK, well, I would run the other way. I would not even attempt to mess with Chucky. I would I, I would feel like that he has like tiny legs. and I, I would try to outrun Chucky, um, although that he is like a supernatural being. So maybe that's a, but I would try to get to my car and get out of there. I wouldn't even mess with him. Uh, but apparently there is a the culprit is a five year old boy named Jackson who has been freaking people out. Uh, and he puts on a Chucky costume and wanders around the neighborhood. Tyson, would you let a five-year-old wander around the neighborhood uh, dressed as Chucky or not? No.
4: First off either.
1: Yeah. It's a terrible idea to let your five-year-old out unsupervised, dressed as Chucky. Danny's going to come by and punt this kid into next week.
4: Yeah. Danny's definitely going for him hard. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: if I saw Chucky... Not I'm,
5: just me. He's in danger of lots of people, him. Nick.
1: If, if I saw Chucky and I'm, and I'm in, driving around, I'd run him over with my car.
4: hmm Oh. Except for that oh. I don't believe in Chucky, so I know that it's something else.
1: You would just run, you would just run for it.
4: I just, no, i just drive around him and take a closer look and be like, who's messing around right mm-hmm. now?
1: hmm yeah. Apparently, um that according to his mom, he is roaming the streets for a neighborhood watch, something he likes to do in costume.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm moving this, this yeah. kid. This kid, this mom, what a what a pair.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is not how you're supposed to raise kids. Yeah. <laughs>
5: I don't know. This could be a great way to raise kids. I'm going to start you sending so? my little girl out on Neighborhood Watch dressed as Carrie or something.
4: Yeah, dressed as somebody horrifying mm-hmm. and threatening. Yeah, a goblin.
1: hmm Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> how, uh, how about this uh, story uh, about... Now, Danny, I know that you have long wanted to go to space... You've uh, wanted to live on either the light side of the moon or the dark side of the moon. But uh, this week, some NASA scientists uh, came out and had a, you know, some clarification on a longstanding NASA rule of that people uh, who go to space uh, are prohibited from... Being a master of their domain, Uh, Mm. if you catch my drift,
4: I do. Oh, they're not
5: allowed to um, release the kraken in space. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. The dolphin.
1: That's not. That's
5: not allowed. Okay. (laughs) Uh, That totally makes sense because in space, the fluids just float around the capsule. And just anyone could walk into that. That's right. It's just good manners not to do that.
1: And there's some concern that once that, once disaster strikes, okay, then potentially there's concern that female astronauts could get impregnated by stray fluids.
5: (laughs) No, no, that can't be. That's not their reason. That's insane. That's, That's like the hot tub. Remember the old hot tub myth? No, that people could get pregnant in a hot tub you've never heard that that was like something that went around when i was in high school oh my gosh i think that a girl that was, could get pregnant yeah, in hot
1: well tub. that was just so, you know to keep these kids from uh, having any shenanigans in the hot tub
5: you know there is a great story about an actual who snuck a sandwich on board uh, one of the capsules that visited the Earth in the early days, and it was a big incident. And the guy that was with him was like, dude, what are you doing? You've got a sandwich back. They, I, they later should put that part in a movie because having debris and liquids just floating around, sensitive electronics, is a, is a recipe for disaster. And if it's, in, if it's going to be NASA, it's going to be a public disaster that's just huge.
1: Mm-hmm. Could you imagine, Danny, that that's what brings down the space shuttle? (laughs) That's it like, and then that's what brings down the space station.
5: Yeah, that could be the weakest point. Maybe they never uh, proofed all of the buttons. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of the most corrosive materials in space. And it's just going to hit that like... Uh, eject all air button and just corrode it and and set it
4: off it creates it's terrifying. It's, yeah there's some type of chemical reaction that we're unaware of mm-hmm. in space that just man jams everything up
1: mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know um danny is this a big thing they need to work out before the space program can really take off
5: Yeah, especially if you're sending lonely astronauts on trips to Mars right. that take years. Right. I have mean, to come up with some kind of system. I mean, that I'm assuming that the robot, robot, there'll be a robot for that. Yeah. Yeah. The chess yeah. playing robot has already proved that it doesn't have the grip, the grip down to mm-hmm. provide. I mean, they need to work on the whole. Uh, Grip right. strength. It's, right now, it's over cranking.
1: Yeah, Tyson. Because if they're going to open up this space hotel that we keep uh, hearing about, they got to yeah. work out the logistics.
4: They definitely do. I mean, and I think uh, now when we're looking back on the stories we covered today, there's a grander scheme here, and that is that the chess robot is trying to dial in, dial in its human touch, and once it is perfected, and Moscow can move to space for multiple <laughs> years without anybody getting blue balls We're gonna be set <laughs> okay <laughs> Judy was boring
3: hello
6: then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com
3: it's my little escape
6: now Judy's the life of the party
3: oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon
6: whoa take it easy Judy <laughs>
0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
2: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Danny, do you have a story uh, for your bolt hole today?
5: <laughs> um, I do not. I, can't even load safari so okay. <laughs> there's no what about an option?
1: anecdote or yeah. something yeah, okay. to help people yeah, in the, their lives then, then you're going to have to tell us uh, a personal story
5: <laughs> oh okay i yes. can tell you a personal story all right I hold had on, well, hold that on happened then happened let me play the song on hold on uh, danny
1: hold on danny hold on that, personal story coming up right after the intro to yeah. danny's bolthole mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Danny. Don't mean to put you on the spot here.
5: Okay, so Friday I climbed, um, did a did a big rock climb. Okay. Out in the middle of nowhere, and the weather was bad as we were considering starting, and then it improved. So we're like, well, let's go for it. Blue skies, right? Let's do this. So we climbed, it was 10 pitches, so about 1,500 feet of climbing. And then we got to the top, we were all roped up. So there was a guy in front of me roped up, I was roped up to him, there was a tied to me, uh, all on the same rope. We got to the top of this mountain, and a dark cloud, not like a big dark cloud, a, a dark cloud about the size of a city block had okay. moved in. Now, in all of my outdoor adventuring, I have never experienced any kind of lightning conductivity ever. And so okay. what happened is as we got near the top of the mountain, all the things in my backpack began to buzz. And I know there's probably listeners who have experienced this, but for me, it was all fresh and new. Uh, you, He was like buzzing sound of all the metallic things. And, you know, have all this climbing material. And then as I'm standing there, both me and the guy who were at top on the top, because the third guy was still down below climbing up. We looked at each other because we felt that electrical charge that goes through the top of your head. And I don't know if you've ever felt that, but it was as terrifying as being caught in a, in an, like, it was on that level of like, I am about to die. And so I took my rope off because I, was I wasn't tied in. I had what they call a bite, which is a knot on the rope, and then clipped into a carabiner. Yeah. So I took the rope off and began to run away, and the guy who I was with was screaming at me to manage the rope because we're both absolutely terrified. We are assuming that at any moment lightning is going to strike and our limbs will be blown from our body just from the force of the charge. And it just we're both terrified. So he's screaming at me and I turn around to yell at him to untie himself uh, because the rope is tangled in the rope and he can't get away. And the charge is sitting there and it is seriously like tingling, extreme tingling of your, your skull. Like it's, it's very keen. And so both of us, he unties and we both run down off the peak of the, and we peek around the corner and the third guy who was coming up, he couldn't see or hear us at the top. So now we're looking at him kind of as a page, completely unaware of what's going on. And I yelled his name. And right when I did, he felt the charge. And in his case, he felt it going down the back of his neck. And so he untied and began to run away as well. Uh, but it was terrifying. And I know that there's probably some listeners who have experienced this, but it is probably... One of the most terrifying experiences I've ever had to feel like the gra- the the world prepping you for a lightning strike, grooming you to receive a lightning bolt through the top of your head. Very unsettling.
4: Oh my god, that's crazy, dude! I don't. You say this like there's listeners out here who are like Danny, who just first time he's ever felt the tingle of almost being struck by lightning. I don't <laughs> think a lot of people have probably felt that, Danny. That's insane. And what was going through your head is was, were were you like, uh, this is it for me? Probably.
5: Yeah. As I sat there, as I first felt that initial charge of in head. And like I said, it was beyond like hair raising. It was like, there was like a tickling on my scalp of like the electrical fingers just poking my head. <laughs> I did think I'm about to die. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? Okay. I've, I've had a good run. I'm going to try and get off this mountain, but there's a chance that I could die right here in the next five seconds.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you were just like, "That's fine." You'd come to terms with it that quickly.
5: it's how he wants
1: to. Go, yeah, I
4: came yeah. to
5: terms with it, and I think about. I have read a lot of lightning uh, victims uh, who get struck by lightning. It blows their shoes off, and I did wonder briefly if my shoes would be blown off by the lightning. Because
4: they were probably strike. on pretty snug. mm-hmm
5: they were, actually were. They were pretty snug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want your shoes so, blown good luck off? Should you, should you take your my shoes, shoes off ahead of time, Danny? Yeah, and that's actually not a bad idea, Rob. A lot of people. I, I looked at this book once. It was a uh, one of those picture books, and it had lightning strike victims and what their clothing looked like from the lightning strike. And people get clothes blown off, shoes blown off, holes sent through their clothing. And it was very disconcerting. And this is kind of the ideas that flowed through my head as I was trying to untie the rope and run uh-huh. uh, at the top of the mountain. Yeah.
4: Oh, my did God. You get, did you save so, the rope? Yeah, that's, that's my
5: personal story. Yeah, I went up and got the rope. Um, the other two guys didn't want to go up there. So I went up and I collected the rope and then came back down and we ran.
4: Down the mountain. Wow. Why not just leave the rope? Ropes are
5: expensive. (laughs) I I guess I do have a lot of extra. He does have a lot. um,
1: Yeah. Used. (laughs) Um, Danny, did you see any lightning strikes
5: then in the area? So that's the weirdest part about all of it. And I've I've been meaning to research this. There were there were lightning strikes about five or six miles away in like another cloud system. But a lightning strike never came. It was mm-hmm. almost as if it was just like the the possibility was there, like the ions were charging or whatever. But it never got to critical where it actually connects the two right. charges. Like an astronaut
1: sense? in space.
4: Yeah, you don't ever th- you don't think it was God reminding yeah. you to go to church every week. <laughs> uh,
5: no, the other two guys I was with, they'd never go to church so they probably still haven't gone so that was his plan it was a terrible one <laughs> plus I was already going to church I didn't need a lightning bolt uh, probing my head as a reminder He already, he's already got me in the game
4: Okay. oh man nope. well Danny I uh, mean are we going to get to see an episode of this on mediocre amateur or you... you film it yeah Did you film something?
5: Yeah, I I was filming, but I was filming right as he got to the top, and then I turned off my camera so I could turn around and focus on the guy in the coming up. Because it was only so, I don't actually have uh, that. Yeah, I don't actually have that moment of the charge tickling our heads. I do have us all talking Mm -hmm. afterwards, and I'm pretty sure you can see and hear the terror in our voice as we describe what had just happened.
4: And did all three of you feel the same thing?
5: Yeah. And the crazy thing was is that I don't, we, it would kind of like would rotate to different individuals. Sometimes two of us would have it at the same time and then the third guy would feel it and then would go away. It was like, it was searching. For a good, nice, thick man that could send a charge down and blow his shoes yep. off.
1: You don't think that this was like a paranormal spirit of something like a haunted mountain that you were climbing, do you?
5: Oh no. This was this was all nature. Mm-hmm. All nature trying to uh to kill to kill the vermin that mm-hmm. speaks along the surface of its planet. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, Danny, that was an incredible so, uh yeah. harrowing exciting tale.
4: Tale. story. Wow, exciting that was. Story. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. A lot and more than we bargained for the, with that. That the was, peak great. That was har- The peak that we climbed was
5: called the peak that we climbed was called Harrower Peak. Very uh, very named. appropriate. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Danny, we know that you're at the compound right now uh without a lot of internet. Uh what else do you have coming up this week?
5: Uh, just being surrounded by like 50 family members every mm-hmm. day all day. So Yeah. what was Wish, uh, wish me luck?:
1: Worse. Uh, being surrounded by all of your family members or being surrounded by all of the charged particles, uh, which were' searching for a place to put a lightning bolt?
5: <laughs> Both have a different type of threat attached to them. Mm-hmm. So they're very different in the way they, uh, they threaten you. This one threatens my sanity. The other one threatens my life.
1: Okay. And then Tyson, what's coming up
4: for you? Um, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to start going back to church for Danny. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I have the challenge uh, <laughs> yes. USA, United yes. States of America filmed in Argentina with some Canadians. Uh, that will be tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then I will cover that with my co-host Amelia Wedemeyer on the Ringer reality podcasts. Mm -hmm. And then I come home Thursday and back to the grind, the pickleball grind. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to Pittsburgh next week. What's in Pittsburgh? the gamma pickleball classic. Nice. So if you want to come say hi, I'm literally just there to hang out, say hi, play casual games with people. Uh so don't be a stranger if you're near the area and would like to see me uh with my Invisalign trays uh on my mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I got that's a bonus. I got Invisalign a week or two ago. Yeah. Yeah, you
1: told us. So, uh, all yeah. Right. so yeah, come come see Tyson out in the wild. Uh, and then, <laughs> of course, uh, lots of stuff going on over on Robin's podcast. Uh, we got to play uh, Name That Tune on the latest Robin and Kiva Anita podcast. That was very fun. I'm a big fan of that game. Uh, I watched The Gray Man. I know Tyson uh, checked it out also. we covered that yep. on Nothing But Netflix, not to mention uh, Claim to Fame. Uh, we just dropped a, a new recap in addition to everything going on with Big Brother as well.
4: That sounds incredible.
1: Lots of great stuff. All right. So uh, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for checking out this edition of News AF. And we'll be back with you next time. Take care. Everybody. Have a good one. Bye.
4: We did it, guys.
0: It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?